0: What population is an important part of the church membership, but ignored until it's too late? What department is always looking for volunteers and has seasoned leaders burnt out and discouraged? If you said youth and young adults and that department is youth ministry, then I have to say that I completely agree with you. My name is Eric Jean-Baptiste and welcome to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. Here, we discuss all the difficult and rewarding work that is engaging with youth and young adults today. We do that by having open conversations with those in this field at every level in the church today. So, let's not be silent. Let's join in the conversation. Alright everyone, welcome to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. Uh, As you know, like I always say, I'm excited to interview people who are excited about youth ministry, who are uh, leaders and innovators in this field. And today, I have the blessing and the privilege to speak with Brother McKinley Lundy, uh, who is a part of You Matter Ministry here in Michigan. So, Brother, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Awesome! Yeah. Awesome! It is good to have you here, um, and I—you're I, one of the first people I wanted to speak to when I had the podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but you were busy, which is a good thing. <laughs> when yeah, when well, hear somebody's busy, yeah, I'm yeah, very busy, very busy. When you when I hear somebody's busy in ministry, I'm like, oh, praise the Lord because they are doing great things. So, but I—he finally had some time, so I'm glad to have you here. So um, let's just start off by having you give us an uh, uh, introduction of yourself. Can you tell us, you know, where you are, where you're from, and how you got in, started in ministry?
1: Okay, okay. Now, hi, everybody. My name is McKenna Lundy, and I was born and raised in Haiti. That's a beautiful island of Haiti. <laughs> right. I love that. And um, and uh, my, my entire life, I have a passion for the Lord, I have a passion for ministry, I have a passion for evangelism. Uh, I know how to connect with people and how to preach God's word. And since I was young, I was so involved in youth ministry and thus after my high school, i say man i need to go just study theology and once i get my bachelor in theology and i just go and and one of the mission in haiti just call me give me a call and i went to pastor in haiti and i when i they sent me to a small village i remember that there was only like no 15 members i say to myself say lord what i'm going to do because can you imagine that you you used to preach in a big church? You, you you get used to big public, and now you pastor in a church with fifteen members is was kind of very hard for me. And at that point, I say, Lord, I noted me with another gift, which is like you know the youth ministry. Mm-hmm. And what I'm what 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 I what I was uh, what God impregnated me. God gave me the idea just to minister to the school in the community Uh, and i went to the school in the community i teach them i taught them french french (laughs) and i also work with kids and who have a lot of talents and i also try to help them to know who they are and what is their purpose in life and i remember that and after a month or two months the church Pass from membership of 15 to 80 members wow. the only reason because of my involvement with the youth in the school community and i at that point i think so oh lord you will make you will you will call me for this you really want me to be involved with the young people i can see you give me the gift and the talent just to kind of work with them and after that i immigrate in the United States and I was a youth pastor in Brooklyn, New York. I don't know if you know there's a man I'm SDA Church. I was a youth pastor there.
0: Okay.
1: And after two years as a youth pastor, I think so God want me to get more tools just to serve better in this ministry. And I came to Angels and I get my M my master in divinity and I graduate in 2017. And after that, too, I said, Lord, before I graduate and I submitted a project uh, to develop a Christian identity in a public school. Because a lot of people, they're kind of afraid just to go and talk about God in public school. Some of them, they have a great idea, but they don't know the technique. And I developed a project because my emphasis was in youth ministry. That's me. My project, when I spent my project, my professor just likes it. Man, that was great. What about why you just implement that project? <laughs> and after that, I just go and I implement that project. I implement you mother ministry. That's me. You mother ministry right now is a project, it's a class project. That's me. Wow. I was doing when I was in seminary. And after that, and after finish. With with the project and start the ministry, and I just realized that there's a problem of mental health awareness among young people because a lot of my young people studying uh, struggling with with addiction, with depression, with anxiety, and I just go there and the same de- another department at Angels, and I say, man, I need to have a degree in counseling, <laughs> oh. but right now I'm current currently doing a graduate study in clinical mental health counseling. And I'm almost done because I'm going about to do my internship. That's mean God is good, and um, that's all about me. Just mean the passion for the young people. Try to to teach them about God, about who they are, and what they can accomplish in life. Awesome,
0: awesome. This is one of the reasons why I'm so excited to <laughs> speak with you because you are you are in the field. You are you are boots <laughs> to the ground. I'm usually on this podcast talking to um, youth directors and. They have a big scope. They're they're yeah. they they have a big area that they have to oversee. So they don't have um, really a area of focus, I would say, as much as you are right now, because you are in uh, one ministry and in one area. And uh, you already mentioned it. Uh, you Matter Ministry. Can you um, go into a little detail of what You Matter Ministry does, what its vision statement
1: is? That's that's a uh, that's a very uh, very very great you matter ministry our our vision like you know you matter ministry is a, is a ministry where we try to empower young people to find the true significance in god as you can see they would say you matter because a lot of people they have like you know a lack of self identity who am i those are the questions that young people keep asking themselves because there's a stage in life where they don't know who they are there's a a couple of changes that happened in the life. Now, I think so, create a ministry where you typically address the need, the identity of the young people and who they are and what makes them who they are is very important. And that's why I create You Matter Ministry. Um, Our ministry is just to inspire young people to find the truth significant in God. Because one of the problems with a lot of young people the makes so that if i have that iphone 10 i'm significant if mm. i have that new car i'm significant or if i have the, the a i'm significant there's a four p's that a lot of young people struggling with the first one is pleasing the second one is performing the third one is proving and the fourth one is perfectionism <laughs> Wow. That's, that, that's you know when i just create that i think so wow because a lot of young people are dealing with that because i need to prove you that i'm i'm okay i need to prove you that I'm smart i need to please you because you're my friend because even i don't like it but i think so i say that you don't want to live on that sickness mentality because you can't please everybody you can prove everyone wrong, and you, can, you cannot achieve that perfectionism that mm-hmm. you want to achieve. That means your true identity is not on that iPhone X. Your true identity is found in Christ. <laughs> and that's why i just created you, Mother Ministry, and just this is our vision. Now, our core value is just responsibility, spirituality, and self-actualization. Because when we say that self-actualization as one of our core values, because you have to understand that there's a, something called the hierarchy of needs. There's a business, you know what, there's sex, there's food. But once you accomplish the sense of self, who am I? And that's when the business is not very important anymore. Like, you know what, you just accomplish what's the most important. And that's what we stand for. This is one of the things I just... Create Umada Ministry and as well to make sure that we kind of impact the young the young people in the community. Now, as you can see that Umada Ministry, our ministry is most likely involved in the public school. Yes. In the public school. And one of the reasons that you know, maybe we're not most likely involved in the church, that's mean we still have ideas to be involved in the church. And the problem sometimes to our church sometimes thinks we kind of separate from the community. Mm. No, the church is not separate from the community. The church is in the community. Yes. In order for the church to be relevant, to do God's mission, the church is supposed to be involved in the community. That my, my goal is just to bring the young people to be involved in the community. And at, at, at that time, we can preach them about God. I cannot invite you to the church if I'm never involved in your life before. And that's all. I can just spend the entire time. That's all about you, mother ministry, brother. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that is some powerful
0: stuff. Uh, I, and it goes back to what you were saying in your introduction, your biography, in that your church had 15 members, but <laughs> all you did was you went to the local school and mm-hmm. ministered to the young people and it grew by 60, 70 members. You had 80 yeah. members in that church just by doing that. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm just like, wow. So uh, when I saw what you were doing here in, um, because I'm also in various space, I, I, <laughs> I was like, man, I need to, I, I, I need to keep talking to this guy because this guy is doing what is very powerful and interesting. And, mm-hmm. um, so you guys go to public school and you, mm-hmm. um, you guys mentor. Um, That's correct. That's correct. Mentor. Uh, awesome. That this is why I, I'm so excited. <laughs> I, know, I know you get a you, mentorship. Yes. <laughs> I like that. That's, yeah. Yes. Um, so, um, not only uh, I, do you guys mentor in other facets, not a, as well as self actualization. Do you guys, um, are there questions that the young people ask you that you help out with?
1: okay that's that's no uh just just to give you an overview about our mentorship program at the public school just so you maybe can help you on that what we actually doing in the public school at benton harbor a lot of young people especially in the black community mm. the things to so what my dad went in jail my my mom never graduated from college <laughs> you know what and uh, i don't i don't i i don't have the history anyone in my family just graduate from high school i grew up in poverty what do you expect me from that what do you expect me just to to stay in school and now we say that hey no your you cannot the fact that your mom or your dad went in jail or somebody something something in your family doesn't define your destiny because i want to take some time to thanks to the history define the destiny no, your history cannot define your destiny because your destiny is based on God. God going to decide how your life is going to be. And now, what, we, going, what, what, what we actually doing in, in MentorNabber, like you know, as a mentor, we go sit down with those kids and see what are the thoughts, the thought thinking and we kind of listen to what they, are, what, what they are saying, and we kind of help them to express the emotion. But since I'm right now, I'm doing a graduate degree in counseling, and as a counselor, one of the skills they give you, you know, is just to develop active listening. Yes. Not only to be active listening, but just to empathize with the kids. Try to see, hey, because we're not telling you, this is what you have to do to get right. We're not trying to fix those kids. That's always not to fix them. I will just to help them to reflect on themselves and make the decision that's going to be the best for their life. We're kind of a guide for them. And that's why we use our conscience tools and our theological background. We're not teaching them about, that. you know what, that's what the Bible says, you should you should do this. But we use the biblical principle about love, about self-acceptance, about temperance. And they can understand that, and that's how we reach out to them as a mentor. We just straight to the point and go and work with them and another for them just to develop the self identity but we cannot just give them advice that's that's this is where i want you to be i want you to know that's not what you do actually wow
0: yeah awesome this is this yeah. is you know, you're, so right now we're listening to brother mckinley lundy who is yeah. really deep in mentorship right now he has an mdiv and he's yeah, getting his uh, degree and also counseling. So, this if, if you're if you want to learn from mentorship, uh, this is the guy to talk to. And I am no. <laughs> yeah. taking down notes, verbal notes, and I will probably listen to this again. Um, but but um, I just have to reiterate what you were saying in the fact that you got your your team and yourself when you mentor, it is more empathy and that's active listening rather than just giving advice because it's not mm. I think the impact you're having on those uh, youth in uh, those school is not the fact of the advice that you're giving. It's mm-hmm. uh, actual showing that you have compassion and that you care.
1: Ooh. And I-, and I It's straight to the point <laughs> that that's yes. what it's supposed to be. Yes. it's supposed to be. Just let me add on that. One of the things to uh, 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 Eric, a lot of young people, because the parents always tell them what to do. Because you know, what, you understand that they go to the church. The church tell them, "This is what I want you to do." They, when you, as a mentor, you tell you, they went to you, tell them, "This is what I want you to do." They get tired of that. Yes. You don't give them the freedom to think for themselves. You don't give them the freedom to choose. And this is one of the reasons that our church we're losing so much. N- it is <laughs> so much our young people, because we don't give them the opportunity to think for themselves. We try to control them, and when you try to control people for so much, they're gonna resist from you. And this is because the, I'm not a slave. I'm not a robot. You need to give me that opportunity to think for myself. Wow. And this is the reason that our ministry is successful, because another for your ministry to be. Kind of spectacular, you need to give people the freedom to speak, the freedom to know what to brought up any type of topic LGBT. tell me about that, tell me you know you need to be very open minded because wow. if you're not open minded if you're so caught up in your tradition you're not moving on there's no way you can gain those young people. One of our problems too, we so focused on eighteen forty four but we don't know that we are right now in 2019 <laughs> because we still try to struggle with 1844 and the world just cut off you know hey we move on what about now right now with technology with internet young people knows a lot that's why when they kind of brought a subject let them think for themselves don't try to tell them that's what i want you to do as a mentor i want you to reflect what do you want and i can help you to achieve your goal wow brother
0: this is i you are i I don't if anyone is listening and getting blessed by this good but let me tell you i'm getting i'm getting the blessing because you just said something that is just at the focal point and one of the reasons why i started this podcast and the reason i talk into youth ministry because i see Mm -hmm. the the decline of young people in our churches as well and i'm sure you're seeing it as well Mm -hmm. and you brought up a perfect point it's how the church culture is trying to control young people and the that that need for control is Mm. is not going to work because jesus himself and love itself doesn't control there is no god doesn't control god gives that opportunity to choose and the way we will influence young people to make the right decision is to show christ's love rather than control and that's, we've been missing that point, and I think that's one of the things in youth ministry we have to change.
1: And, and also, one of the things I, I'm just sorry people are gonna get mad at me, <laughs> but you know, what? <laughs> but the one of the things from sometimes too, we face with the fact that we create camp meeting program after program
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's <laughs> reaching young people. because because there's different between a program (laughs) there's different just to know actually minister yes because a ministering is different than just having like you know a kind of program because a a lot of young people they went to a meeting just to get hang out that's right in new places just to see oh i can just meet a new friend no we want you to kind of kind of a way just to learn. We want you not only to learn about yourself, but actually what you get from that meeting. What do you get from that? That's me. We need to redefine how we do those kind of programs. We need yes. to redefine how we do kept meeting. We need to redefine because if our philosophy is just to entertain them, <laughs> we not minister to them because the world can give them way more better entertainment than what we try to give them in the church. Because Jay-Z give them better entertainment, Beyonce give them better entertainment, you can expect the church to more entertain them more than Jay-Z. Wow. Wow, <laughs> as long that you know what well, i'm gonna burn into community just in 10 no this is not a place to entertain. it's a place of learning
0: <laughs> yes and, and, and empowering and allowing them to become That's leaders strong. um because um i just was at a church recently and <laughs> they had this you know they had a doctor to talk about the history of a country and stuff yeah. like that and all the young people aren't paying attention and I'm yeah. just, and, and, and I, and I knew they wouldn't pay attention yeah, because yeah. I know who these young people are yeah. and instead, and then, so they all leave. And then it's, and then of course, you know, one of the program leaders said, why don't you guys go back to the program? And, you know, I used to be one of those elders who whenever <laughs> all the, there's programs like that, I know, I know, and then all the young people leave, and then we tell them come back to the program come back to the program now mm-hmm. i'm an elder i'm a leader who will just go follow them and so wow. i can hang out with them and talk with them correct. because because yeah. i know they're going to leave and the reason they're going to leave is because you made a program that's not for them you made a program that's for you so you can feel good so that you can look like you're smart because you invited a very well renowned doctor so you can you can pat yourself on the back but you didn't give them any food
1: Brother, you, you,
0: brother. You, you, you have your churches filled with vegan and you put meat upon meat on the table. No one's gonna eat amen, that. Amen on that. Amen so, amen on so, just so stop being upset that they're not coming into the program and go sit with them, have conversations okay. with them, know who they are. So, next time you have a chance to make a program, you will make a program for them. Ask them what programs they want. That's correct. So, That's correct. So, yeah, so, brother, <laughs> we are. You're listening to Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor.
1: All on the same page. <laughs> That's definitely correct. And and, and and this is, and as well, so we, even the preaching, because like, one of the, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just feel like it, man. Can, can I just be myself? Can yes. I just, just say, it, just say it, brother. Just say it. <laughs> because I know it's a formal interview, but I think so. This is the this is a place for me just to to talk about a lot of things that happening. Because one of the things that we don't we don't understand that even about preaching, we think so just go and in the church preach a sermon, a wonderful sermon, people will say amen. You're gonna say clap, clap, clap. Because yeah. you know what? we need to move them from a place being sensational just to be you know what to be understand what why i'm preaching like that why mm-hmm. i want to understand me because is that the things about it if i'm preaching a story i want you to see yourself in the story i want you to see god in the story and i want you to say you know what what does that story say to yourself
0: yeah because
1: that's that's that, that's the triangle this is like you know what this is my story God in the story I cannot apply this story to myself again because as long that young people you cannot wish them to that narrative stuff like you know that that story that triangle when mm-hmm. you got in the community, and how can you impact that that's going to be a problem like you know what one of the texts I was I was I was preaching on um, on a verse like you know Genesis three verse six and seven mm-hmm just just to just to let you know what you know what because people were saying now hey god 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 does it because one eve because one eve just eat the forbidden food if mm-hmm. the forbidden food and one of the the I think so the eve i feel so verse, and i can read that verse for you it said that you know what so when the woman so that the tree was good for food, and that it was the light to the eyes, and that the tree was so desired to make one desire, she took its food and ate, and she also gave some to her husband, who was her with her and he ate and then eyes were both open, and they knew they were naked and their so thick leaves together and made to to uh, themselves loincloth now, as you can see at the very beginning. When when God created Adam and Eve, there was a search for significance. I want to know more. I want to get more. Because human casting, kind of what what the, the the serpent say you will be like God? That's the struggle young people are struggling with. I can be like God. I can be more. I can have more. That's mean what you cannot say, what how do you see yourself in the story? How many times you try to be your own God? How many times you want to be your own control, how many times you want to be your own self?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because what about you let God take in control? Because I did you don't understand that the enemy tried to give you something very cheap that's not consistent, <laughs> mm. but God wants to try to give you something that's very more consistent and very, 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 very strong. Now, what are you gonna do? Do you want to take the cheap foot? Or do you want to just eat the food that's going to be stay forever? Yes. And that's how you cannot communicate with them. Instead, just give them that scene, not do it. Because you need to try to help them understand how yes. you can just go out and reach out to them. And that's the way we can just make uh, uh, something very important to the, to the young people. Man, I'm just, I'm fired up, brother. I'm just... Yeah. <laughs>
0: In fact, the other thing I want to say is um
1: going along in
0: that line too as a as somebody who's been um going to churches for youth days and 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 all these mm-hmm. things. as I've been doing it for so many years now, um my excitement is not in the preaching, on the sermon pulpit. Mm-hmm. That's my one. excitement is mm-hmm. after. When I get to sit with the young people and just talk to them and just see what's going on in their lives and stuff like that. Because I think uh, the church has gotten so used to, you know, Mm. we get a big name to preach a sermon and what they have come for is for the sermon. Mm. And it's like, no, that's not the ministry because that's not how Jesus ministered. If you look at the gospels, even itself, the only gospel that really has sermons is Matthew. Mm. But Jesus was known for his relationships and the gospels are all talking about his relationships, him going to Zacchaeus's house and eating, him going to Simon's house and having a, those, what he said to uh, uh, Mary when she was washing the hair, that was at a feast. That was at it when he was eating that's with correct. people. That's and correct. that's, and that, I think that's what we have to remember. We have to remember ministry is not so much um, being a great, uh eloquent speaker and that's beautiful and we still need it and we'll still use it but it ministry is the person that can sit across from your table and just talk to you and let you and be
1: active listening and i think that's 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 i'm telling you if the church spend time just to listen Hmm. we're gonna make way more better impact in, 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 in the church. You know, one of the things I learned while, while, like, you know, in life and ministry, because as a leader, you always try to impose your own values. You always yes. try to impose your, that's what I believe. But you need to understand, you need to meet people where they are. Because, first, look at me. I've been in ministry for 10 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I cannot expect uh, somebody who just baptized in the church to get to get everything that, because I've been, that's a journey. Being 10 right. as a pastor, I've seen a lot, I've learned a lot, and I have, I've, I've, you know, I've done a lot. Because I, that's why I need to meet, Where, where you know, what, tell me, where you are right now? I cannot help you grow. Because right now, you know, oh, listen up, I know the 28th belief, you should know the 28th belief. Oh, you know what Sister White say? You should know what Sister White. you know what, listen, Sister White is great. The 28th belief is great, but there's some young people, they're not at the stage right now to tell them. They need more relationship. They need more connection. And as long as you build that relationship, that trust, you can tell them, hey, what about we just engage right now about 28th belief? What about we just, what, what, what do you think about that? What do you think, what is your view on Sister White? What is your view on, on, on our church what do you think and that's that's the way you cannot just impose them something just to accept i told you that that's no you need to give them the opportunity just to listen and and have have them that's fact, that's that's the, that's the way to to kind of which out young people
0: in fact brother i i would even go as far as to say this in my experience when you build the relationship first mm. you don't even have to because wow. they will they will come to you and wow. start asking you questions that's correct. what I've seen. I, I started focusing on relationship first and just yes. asking how they're doing in school. How's life? How's your relationship with your parents? And then next thing you know, they're the ones asking me, oh, what about this about God? Uh, can you answer this question about God about for me? Uh, oh, what does this say about the Bible? Oh, or they'll come to me when they're having a debate with somebody in school about Jesus and they'll say, how do I answer this question? And things like that. So I, I feel... Like, you are so right. Um, another thing that I've learned in um, dealing with youth ministry and in growing young, that book, um, one of uh, the pastors that was talking about it, he said, "Relation, uh, information without relationship is intimidation. Uh, so when you are trying to give wow. information to- I like that. I, person, like
1: that, I like that. Yes,
0: when you try to like give that. any information to any young person Without building a relationship first, you're just intimidating them, and they're not going to listen. And nobody responds well to intimidation.
1: So that's correct. Um, that's 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 definitely correct. And I, um, but that's my passion. That's my goal. And I, so far, we've been doing such a great job in Benton Harbor. We, I'm telling you, that's what God. <laughs> I'm doing without that was just for free. Give free counseling, free kind of free mentoring. And free. that that's been just helping young people just to get away with, with, with so much better. Because I do believe that if you don't know who you are, there'll be a time you're going to make a wrong decision in your life. Because mm. you're going to fall for everything. Somebody going to say, hey, what about taking drugs? What about going go taking alcohol? Because you, you don't know who you are, what you stand for. And because in the stage of young people, there's a, two things. There's something called identity because i think so, eric erickson shares something say though there's something called call in, in the stage of young people There's something called identity versus war or confusion if you don't know your identity you're gonna get confused mm. that's mean you first need to develop a secure identity and others that you can me. i always say that there must be an integration between theology and psychology that's that's my philosophy. I, my philosophy, I believe that young people need to have a psychological thinking as well as theological thinking. Let me let me let me give you an example of that. You know about shame and guilt. Shame yes. and guilt are straight a theological concept because what shame, you know what, if I if I've done something wrong, I might feel shame about it. I feel shame about myself. I should not. Slept with that person. I should not just just go and and curse in anybody. You know what? That's I feel a about myself. May no, but one of the things, you know, the shame can produce another psychological problem, which is depression or anxiety. It can lead you just to suicidal thought. That's mean if your theological belief is wrong, your psychological will affect. Affected. No, no. How come you can teach young people about touch goodness? You can say that some young people just say, "Hey, pastor, you know what? I've done something wrong, and I feel like you know what, I have the problem." No, you know what? Yes, you've done something wrong, but you're not the problem. You're not the shame. You might guilty of something because God already carry your shame. You, you don't want to say that's you take away the pressure. Wow. You take away the anxiety. No, 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 when you take away the anxiety, now nah, the psychological well-being, oh, I'm not ashamed. I'm not supposed to have that, you know? Oh, okay, I'm fine because God carried all my shame already. Now, nah, that's good for not only that person have an a idea, okay, I'm not the problem, I might have done something wrong, but I'm not the problem in itself. And that's why I do believe that there must be an integration between theology and psychology. Just again, again, like, you know, perfectionism, grace, both are theological concept and psychological concept. Let me explain to you. A young people just saying what? I need to be perfect. I need to get A for my class. I need to go and church every Sabbath. You know what it takes on? That person have a one theological point of view because that person believe in salvation by work, not salvation by faith. <laughs> yeah. because, I also, because my have-to mentality is a theological problem as well as a psychological problem because it's a psychological problem because i believe that i need to do something to please god that's that's that my logical is wrong it's a psychological problem because when i cannot achieve that, <laughs> that that goal i might be feel depressed because i feel like oh wow man i'm such a loser because i try myself to be a good christian but i can't wow. you you understand that you know what? because Another in order for young people to kind of grow, they need to understand that your theology and your psychology, they need to work together. They need, you need to have a good, good theological background about who God is. You need to have a psychological background about who you are in God. <laughs> because who you are in God and who God is, that's what's going to impact your theology psychology. Oh, and that's amen. that's one of the things i'm i'm keep teaching you know what i'm keep teaching young people i keep telling them about what 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 they, what they can what they can do just to achieve their greatness in life
0: oh amen brother um <laughs> wow if 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 you <laughs> doubted that uh brother mckinley believes in mentorship and how it's impactful uh i don't think you are a doubter anymore so i'm just gonna end on. Um, just, do you have a, a statement a mentor has told
1: you that sticks with you
0: oh. <laughs> Yeah,
1: Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things that, oh, a mentor just, um, I remember that um, my mentor was uh, one of my professors in theology, and he shared something for me, he said. As a leader, one of the things you need to do is to build relationship with Christ first. You see, once you stay to the cross, just, you know, you bow down, you always pray in God. God will open doors and God will kind of tell you what to do. Because right now in our church, because he said to me, you don't have to look for appointment. You need to look for anointment. Wow. <laughs> because a lot of people, they focus more on appointment or assignment, but not the anointment. He said to me, You know what? Listen up, David, <laughs> get anointed before get I. <laughs> and I say that because they say, you, know, you understand that when is your time just to shine, just to God? People going to say, Wow. You see, God gonna put you on a spot. Everybody will see that God <sharp inhale> is with you. And that's one of the things as a mentor. Please stay, stay on God's feet. Seek for that because one of the because we can so cut up, try to be, hey, I want to be great, I want to do this, I want to do that, but we miss the print because my print, I always try to teach every leaders in the field spend time with God, because those young people, you cannot only reach them by information, but you also need to consecrate yourself with the Lord, because that's only, because if you're doing God's work, God will tell you what to do, because can you imagine that, David, you've been, I, you, you've been received the anointment to be king since you are young. But God assigned you to the throne until you, <laughs> when you cannot become like a grown man. That's right. But sometimes God prepares you for something better, for something great. As a mentor, don't feel that you're not making an impact. You do make a difference. Just keep keep doing it because while you're taking up the sheep, God as well is forming your character. You might feel, man, as a mentor, I'm being in the ship for so long. No, please, brother, stay in the ship, because there was be a time you had to fight someone's problem who is not even your problem, <laughs> because Goliath was not David's problem. Goliath was Saul's problem, but God has to bring David as the mentor just to fight for somebody's problem, and this is at that moment. You will know, you will testify that the Lord who has been with me with the sheep will give me the strength to kill that giant, Goliath. And this is one of the things, as a mentor, one, my, my, my goal, what I'm trying to tell you. And please, don't take me as a, an example. Please follow Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, even he was on earth, he you said, you know, God, Father, I pray you the fact that you've always been with me. Even Jesus spent time and prayer. Amen, amen. Even Jesus spent time and prayer. That's mean. there's that. There. Yeah. Even Jesus spent time and prayer. That's mean everybody. That's that's. Uh, but uh, you know what? If you wanna be successful as a mentor, spend time. and That's why she said he said to me, spend time with the Lord. Amen. And what I'm doing, like you know what? People gonna say, oh, you got to empty. You get this, you Get you get the, listen up, you know, forget about my education background. Wow. What, what is really the most important is my relationship with God. That's why, that's why. Um, your relationship with God, how you study the Bible, that's the most important part. Because, wow. you, you, you know, I, know I, I see a lot of people that have have a lot of knowledge. Because young people, you can just go on Google and text it. That's right. You know, that's 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 easy. Worship with God is the most important. That's what I'm going to say for, for you to be a great mentor and continue what you're doing, brother, but do it with the Lord. That's how yeah, <laughs> well, you I guess brother.
0: So thank you so much for that. That was um, not only words that stuck with you as a mentor, but also that can be, those were great words of encouragement. So for all those yeah. mentors out there, uh, stay at the feet of Jesus. Yep. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've heard that before. Um, not to worry about appointment. But we, mm. you, know, yeah. or you yeah. just accept god's anointment because once, know. It, once you're, you've gotten your anointment god will make the way for you so uh brother, i thank you so so very much <laughs>
1: <laughs> man <laughs> that was uh, like you know i know i know i'm being busy those days you know what uh i say myself i say man i need i need to talk because i see what you're doing you know one thing i said to you Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing to the community. Thank you for giving young people a voice because created a pro- podcast. You have a family. You know what? That's, that's the thing. You know what? Thank you. Thank you, brother, because I feel so what you're doing, just continue doing it for the Lord. You might not see because I keep doing it and be consistent. You know, one the key of success is being consistent, doing it over and over and over and over again, and you will see gonna be a totally different man man what you're doing is great man keep continue to do that and i wish one time we i got a chance just to invite you just to see what we're doing at bentonabur and we god god been the god been so good and we continue just to to keep praying the lord man uh, thank great. you so much great to hear from <laughs> an god
0: bless god um, bless man we've been like thank you so So that's the episode, everybody. I hope it was helpful, informative, and most of all, inspiring. If you enjoyed this content and know of a church leader or any person who could benefit from this, stop hesitating and share it with them. Feel free to subscribe and please leave a review and a comment so we can use this platform to help serve each other better. So until next week, I'll see you right here at Youth Ministry and Mentorship 101 where we always say youth ministry isn't a stepping stone into ministry. It is ministry period.